Welcome back to Parenting to Impress, your go-to podcast to learn practical ways to love God and love others, and impress this on the hearts of your children. I am your host, Heidi Franz, and I am joined by my dear friend, Melanie Simpson, two moms who have made a lot of mistakes, but have found grace and truth along the way. Melanie, I'm really excited about this podcast. I know, me too. It's going to be a, kind of a different format. It will, and an opportunity for girls to come in and just be a part of our conversation. Yeah, hang out with us. Yeah, exactly. So today what we're going to do is we're just inviting you into a conversation that Melanie and I would have, and we formatted it around a game that we play with our family called High Low Buffalo. Which I had never heard of before. High means tell me something that's going really well. Low means tell me something that's a struggle. And then buffalo is just a random thought or comment. And it's something that we do around the dinner table. We've done it in the vehicle while traveling, but it's just, it's fun. I say it's a great, easy way to engage your kids in conversation. Absolutely. You're not like prodding them and poking them for the details when they're like, how's your day? Fine. <laughs> exactly. And it's also something that we've done with other families mm-hmm. or with other people and it can kind of break the ice. Yes. Yeah. And get to know the the people that you're talking and to. And almost any age could do it too. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start out today just with sharing a high. I think I've shared about this before in another podcast episode, but something that I struggle with is negative thought patterns. Mm. It's so funny, if you were to crack open my prayer journal, you would probably die laughing because how many times I had written, Lord, would you please fix my brain? <laughs> But it's just those negative thought patterns that have been so destructive in my life. And so my high is I have seen tangible victory over that. And so it has been amazing and just precious to me that the Lord has given me, like I said, tangible ways to kind of measure just a turn of that in my life. I know that's super spiritual, but it's a big one. It's definitely a high for me right now. And something that should be celebrated. Right? Thank you. Yeah. I think it should be celebrated. I think so many times we go to God saying, can you help me with this? God, I need you to just to pour into me during this time. I'm struggling. And then when he does, we're like, okay, what's next? Right. What's the, what's the next thing I can take to the Lord to fix? Yeah. Right. Part of the reason that this is such a big deal is because it has been so long in my life that mm-hmm. it has plagued how I think, but it also had negatively impacted my relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. with my husband, with my children, with my friends. And so it's one of those spider web issues where as the Lord has begun to heal um, just specific thought patterns at the center, the web has, the effects have gone out. So that's been a beautiful, beautiful part of this journey too. I love the mental picture of that spider web because we can't departmentalize our lives. We can't think, okay, well, I can do this, but it won't affect other things. Every choice we make affects our marriage, our parenting, our walk with Christ, So I love that mental image. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely been one that he has given me in terms of not being able to separate those things because I was really good at that, or at least I thought I was. Okay. Um, And that was part of the issue with the negative thought patterns is, well, just because I think this about myself or my relationship with you, Lord, why is that such a big deal? And he has had to reveal to me, no, daughter, 
the things you think about yourself impact mm-hmm. what your daughter mm-hmm. thinks about herself. Absolutely. The, you know, the way you think about your husband, mm-hmm. that will impact how your sons view marriage. It is relentless in the best possible way. Because our kids are always watching. Yep. So even if we think that we can hide it ourselves, we always have those eyes watching to see what does it look like to be a Christian. Okay, this is totally crazy what I'm going to share. I love crazy. But I watched a YouTube video on Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know nothing about him. Okay. okay? But watch this video on how he supposedly has become a Christian. Mm -hmm. I did not realize this. And in watching his testimony, he said something that I I can't get out of my mind. He said that he grew up in a Christian home, but he never had a Christian model what it means to be a Christian. Oh, yeah. And what you just said there hit me that those little things that we think that we're covering up, we are actually not able to because our kids are watching. They're saying, what does it look like to be a godly mom? What does it look like to be a godly wife? And we need to be showing them what that is. Absolutely. And if we are not authentically living out our mistakes as well as our victories, Mm -hmm. then they have a very lopsided, distorted view of Christianity. Mm -hmm. And so it is my duty as a Christian mother, wife, friend, to acknowledge those flaws, those sins. I mean, you know, People around me know how broken my thought process was because I talked about it and Mm -hmm. I asked for prayer and I sought godly counsel because I knew it wasn't right, quote unquote, right. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, obviously it was the Lord's to heal in this case. And, but also then to claim the victory, like you were saying, to share the victory so that God could be glorified in Mm -hmm. that. It's not something I did. I didn't fix myself. Right. And, you know, again, not spiraling into the thing of like, you don't need counseling or medication or any of that kind of stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. This is just negative thought patterns. So that's my caveat. And that's where the high-low Buffalo game can be such a great place Mm -hmm. to share with our kids the reality of what it looks like to grow in our Christian life to um, work out our salvation. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Hi. I've been thinking about this one a lot as I was kind of preparing for this podcast, thinking about what am I going to share? And there are lots of things. I I can see God working in my marriage in beautiful ways, in things that I didn't ever think would change. God is changing. God is molding. God is oh, it it's beautiful. It's beautiful to sit back and go, God, you did this. I take no credit. My husband takes no credit. It's only through prayer and and both of us continually going to the scriptures, broken before God, saying, change, Mm -hmm. mold, Mm -hmm. make us more like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that humble posture that allows the Lord to do his work. Mm -hmm. I love it. So that would be my high. You know, we were talking about this before we hit record. There are so many little highs in the days that it's hard to kind of say, I'm picking this one. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What is one way that you keep track of highs? If it is just like a little high, I will put it in, That sounds funny. <laughs> it does sound funny. <laughs> I will jot it down on my planner. Okay. And I think this came up actually on one of the Facebook groups about what do you do with your old planners? 
And yes. I hold on to mine. My mother did this on her wall calendar in her kitchen. Okay. But she would, you know, Melanie took her first steps today and she would jot mm-hmm. it down on the calendar day. Mm-hmm. So it was just something I picked up from her. But, you know, I can flip back through mine and see where, you know, Ryan had his first home game for football, um, you know, and just things like that, that I don't want to forget. And those are a little high. Like I want to celebrate those right. things I, in bigger, more spiritual kind of highs, those are always in my prayer journals. Mm -hmm. And it's either an answered prayer, or it's just an unexpected blessing. So how about you? Do you what do you do? Yeah, I do it in my prayer journal as well. I have a section specifically for blessings. And every day I write down, this sounds funny, but the God kiss. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard that Mm -hmm. statement before a friend from high school explained that to me, how that she just looked for those little kisses from God and how it changes our attitude. And I just go in and every day just write a little something. Sometimes it's really big. And sometimes it's just the case of thank you, God, for the relaxing weekend you Mm -hmm. gave us. All right. Are we ready to do a low? Let's hit it. So ironically enough, my low is that I still struggle with negative thought patterns. I can't claim a complete victory over this. I probably won't this side of heaven, and that's okay. The root of that really is that I have a new health issue that has cropped up in the past couple of years, but has recently presented in significant fatigue, and it just stinks, Heidi, if I can be real. I mean... I'm already tired, you know, we're just moms, from being we're, a yeah, parent, a human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this level of fatigue that has crept in, it's just challenging mm-hmm. and it stinks and I don't like it. And if I'm really real, it makes me angry. I get mm. frustrated and angry. Um, so that's, that's a fun new sin to have to battle with too. Okay. So let's, let's talk about that. You said it's a fun new sin Mm -hmm. to be angry about this. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Well, I would say it's one thing to have a reason to be tired, but because this health issue, it's not something people can see. It's just something I experience internally, you know, in my pride, I don't want to be down for anything, you know, as, as far as my energy level. I don't want to have to rest. I don't want to have to take a nap. A, I don't really have extra time for it, so to speak. Right. But I'm trying to reframe it and A, believe that the Lord will help me figure out answers to the health side of it. Right. And B, in the meantime, it's a gift. Just rest. Like, wh- why? Why would you say no to a nap? Just chill out, woman. <laughs> <laughs> because I know you and I know your heart. I want to make sure we explain this. There is anger that we take to God and God can handle it. Mm -hmm. There is the anger in sin. Mm -hmm. So explain the difference on that. Okay. So the anger in sin is when I let my frustration and the issue I'm having with pride. So the fatigue causes me to not get as much done as I think I need to get done or want to get right or want to get done. Um, that is a people pleasing issue. So Mm -hmm. people are going to be let down by my lack of performance. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm angry about that. Why? Because I'm trying to please man that's sin. Right. But then when I lash out at people in my anger, because I'm tired and I, you know, when we're physically tired, sometimes Mm -hmm. we just get weaker with Mm self-control. And so when I'm acting out that way with short fuse, you know, snarky answers, um, just an unwillingness to engage correctly with my people, Mm -hmm. that's sin. Right. But the going to God and saying, 
I don't like this. Yeah, this this stinks, God. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't like this. Right. And I want to be clear. I mean, you and I have talked about this. It's okay to complain to God. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, we can tell him how we feel, Heidi. Right. He's big enough. He already knows anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to give words to our emotions. Because I think there's healing in giving words to them. To be able to say, I am angry about the situation I am in. God wants to hear that. It's when we sin in that anger, when we take that anger out on those that are who are around us and that we love, in my situation typically, that's when the sin comes in and we've got to readjust what's what's happening mm-hmm. here. Yeah. All right, your turn. Low. About 13 months ago, we had a counselor suggest that we maybe are dealing with more than just ADHD with a little man. I I was very shocked um, that it wasn't just ADHD that we were dealing with, but he said, I really think there's some autism going on. Mm. And that was surprising, shocking, overwhelming, kind of a whole basket of emotions for me. And so we started looking into what would we need to do um, to get that diagnosis, and then what were the therapies that were available once we had the diagnosis. It took 11 months to finally get the insurance to give what we needed to be able to do the testing. Little man was given the autism diagnosis, which what that means for us is that we can get the ABA therapy, the applied behavior therapy that he needs. But then once we got the diagnosis, we found out it was going to be three, six, eight, 12 months, depending upon the therapist that we talked to, to even get the therapy. And I, I remember you know, as I talk to these different therapists and go in, God, what is going on? My 13-year-old son needs this help. We know he needs this help, and I can't get the help for him. Mm-hmm. So what did you do in that waiting? It, it was a roller coaster of emotions. You know, some days I felt a huge peace knowing that God's timing is perfect. And sometimes I thought, you know, maybe God is having us wait because he has a specific therapist in mind. Sometimes um, I was angry. I was mad. Like, why can't I get what I need? I'm doing everything I'm supposed to as a mom. Sometimes I just cried and I don't cry a whole lot, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I just cried in this desperation of why can't I help my son? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is just because I know the backstory. Will you talk to the women out there who are walking through weariness mm-hmm. of just kids with different diagnoses or health issues or you know whatever that looks like? What do you do with that weariness? Mm-hmm. I would love to sit on the side of the table and and with the attitude of, well, I have figured out what to do with that weariness, but. I can say it's a journey and you can either fight the journey or you can accept the journey. And there were times when I fought it and there were times when I opened my fist and said, God, your timing is perfect. But I think the biggest thing that I've learned in this last year of just trying to get started, I mean, we haven't even been able to do anything 
I think the one thing that I've learned is the reminder that God loves my son more than I do. And part of my anger is pride that I think that I know what he needs, when he needs it, how he needs it. And God, I need you to get on board. Yeah. Like, could you hustle up and make this happen? Because you clearly don't know how important it is down here. Right. And that is pride of me thinking I know better and not trusting God's sovereignty to know truly what this teenage boy needs yeah. and when he needs it. And I think it's easier for me to do that with myself than it is with my kids. I mean, the desperation I feel as a mom mm -hmm. um, to help one mm -hmm. of my kids sometimes overpowers my faith uh, in God and, and trust in what, you know, his good purposes and his plan. Mm -hmm. I can, I'm not saying it's easy when in my own life, but I find it easier, I guess. Well, I think that mama bear comes mm -hmm. out and it's a good thing. We're fighting for our kids. We're doing everything we possibly can, but at what expense? We get into this attitude of get out of my way. This is for my child and this is good. Well, no, it's not always. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is that drive to help your child and to protect your child. But when we think we are the answer mm -hmm. is when problems begin. Yeah. Yeah. That balance between advocacy and trust. All right, we've shared our highs, we've shared our lows. Now it's time for the buffaloes. Okay, I have a super fun buffalo. I can't. And wait. this could have been my high too, but okay. Backstory: My husband and I um, are going to go on a mission trip to Brazil. Actually, we'll be visiting um, different villages along the Amazon. And as you can imagine, um, raising support was mm -hmm. no small task. Well, we had a very slow start. We were continuing to trust that God was going to provide for this trip. We felt he'd called us to this trip. It was a Friday morning, just a week or so ago. I had taken our third son by his workplace for him to check his schedule. And as I was sitting in the car waiting for him to come back out, I was just looking at the website, the page that we have for the fundraising. And Heidi, someone had anonymously donated almost the entire amount that was that required for the trip. And I am bawling hysterically, hmm. calling Jeff. He's freaking out. He wants to know what's wrong. <laughs> and oh. I'm like, just pull up your website, pull up the website. Yeah. Um, he couldn't remember his password. He couldn't exit. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. So my son comes back to the car. He sees me bawling and I'm just like, God is so good. God is so good. You know, it, it was a high Buffalo. Is that That's such a thing? Can absolutely. I make a new rule? Okay, good. So absolutely. God has provided, he's blessed our socks off and it has been so fun to get to participate in that mm -hmm. and bear witness to his faithfulness. Because literally the night before we had been praying, did we misunderstand you? Lord? Like, is this not the trip that you wanted oh, us to awesome. take? Mm -hmm. If it's not, that's okay. But right. would you make it abundantly clear? And then the next morning. That so, is so cool. Yeah. That's a great buffalo. So my buffalo is not going to even be in the same <laughs> that's okay. realm. There is no spirituality whatsoever that's about okay. it. So at Christmas, my family and then my brother's family decided we were going to have a contest for steps. Okay. Like walking, you mean? Walking yeah. okay. steps. Yes. And so we all have some type of pedometer to track how many steps we do every day. And we've been having a contest 
it has been so fun to watch all of us Mm -hmm. just, you know, during the middle of a football commercial, we all get up and walk around the house (laughs) and doing everything we can. It's a family parade. It is. (laughs) Everything that we can to get these steps in, Mm -hmm. to encourage each other. And something so small has been, it's been fun to do as a family. Well, I say it's such a, like a random thing that you wouldn't normally do in the course of your evening together. Like, so especially the middle of winter, it's not like you can run outside and run up and down the driveway. So that's hilarious. Um, We were watching the football game and every time there was a good play, my husband and youngest son would go run around the house. The inside would run around the house and then would come back. Anytime there was a bad play, they would do a push up. Yeah. And so it's just been a fun way to get some exercise mm-hmm. in during the winter when we can't necessarily get outside. So there's That's my awesome. buffalo. I love that. I love that. This has been so much fun. I'm so glad we did this. It has been. And I, I just am very prayerful that those who are listening, whether you're walking on the treadmill, whether you're driving to pick up your kids, whether you're cleaning your house, that you just feel like you're a part of this conversation. Thank you for listening to the Parenting to Impress podcast. We invite you to visit the abcjesuslovesme.com and parentingtoimpress.com website, as well as join the Parenting to Impress private Facebook group. Check out the show notes for more information about topics shared in the episode. Please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with your friends.